Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. You'll be able to see and hear Nathan uh, Solier there. Um, apologies in advance for, for, for the shoddy internet connection. I blame the red rainstorm uh, earlier today. Uh, but uh, you'll be able to see us and hear us uh, nonetheless. So today we're talking about a big topic. We're talking about uh, ways to um, make exercises empowering again, especially for people who are sort of uh, a, a bit larger on, on the obese side, for, for those who are who are suffering from obesity, because it's sort of a self-perpetuate, it sort of self-perpetuates itself. If you are, um, for some, if, if you are uh, obese, you perhaps got mobility and joint issues, you're not exercising as much, and then, you know, you, you, you're eating and you're getting bigger, and then you don't have the motivation to work out again. So how do you break that uh, cycle, essentially, Nathan? Yeah, that's a that's that's a really good question because you know it's funny. Over the weekend, I uh, I frequented a, a place that I haven't been in a long time, and you might know it. It's called the FCC. Oh yes. <laughs> and um and I was really I was I was really um, taken aback of how many um, people that were that were unhealthy, they were overweight, um, they were you know they they seemed to be uh, walking with a bit of a limp. I even noticed some that seemed to have maybe even had a um, a stroke, and um, and I was thinking, wow, how do you involve these people in exercise so that way it keeps them motivated? Because the big thing with especially when you're overweight or even even obese is is that you lose your motivation very quickly. Because, you know, if you're not seeing those results very quickly, then it's very easy to just go back to your own ways again. Um, the other thing is, is that, um, like you said, you know, your, your joints are taking a lot more load. Um, you feel tired a lot of the time. And, and quite frankly, you know, you just, you just can't be bothered, you know, exercising. It's much easier to just go and keep living the same lifestyle that you lead. And, you know, even though, you know, some people blame their genetics on, you know, on how they are, you know, how overweight they are. There's a certain level of lifestyle and nutrition and movement that the people are not getting into their um, into their daily practice to be able to um, really make a difference to, you know, to their to their waistline and their overall health. So the first thing I would I would definitely start with is your is your mindset. Is your where you know where why are you doing this? And if you can start with your mindset first, then that will push you through those times, which is really tough, you know, because I've seen it before. Um, I've had many people in the past where they where they start to work out, they start to get great results. And, uh, and about six months, eight months, you know, 10 months into it, they start to lose their motivation because, you know, the weight loss is not coming off so easy. They're either... Um, either you know falling back into the previous lifestyle which they you know which which is part of the reason why they're they're overweight or they um uh or, or they just you know they're tired you know and and let's face it you know when you do exercise it can drain your energy a lot of the time so mindset is a really big piece that you need to work on ask yourself why are you doing this you know what is what is your driving factor what are the emotions around that and once you get that, then that's when you can really start. I always say, you know, suffering is 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 meant to create change. It's not meant to sit in for long periods of time. So if you're going through that that sort of, you know, why, you know, you know, why am I overweight or, or how can I lose that weight and I can't lose that weight, then that's perfect, perfect place to be. Because the thing is, is 
this will motivate you out of this, you know, out of the funk that you're actually in. So the second step that I would look at is what type of um, exercise that you will do. And I would always start with something really light, really easy, something like walking. Walking would be a good start to actually, um, you know, get out there and it's cheap and it doesn't cost, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. It's only a small period of time that you can be out there. And I would start slow. So let's start with, and if I said to you, um, you know, I want you to walk to about your 70% exhausted. And that is your, that's your, that's your roof. Because the thing is, is if you over exercise, it's really easy to overdo it and then get really sore and get demotivated and start thinking, maybe this isn't what I should be doing. So I always say is start really light, really slow. So 70% should be your rooftop. Then I would look at just taking small lifestyle and nutrition uh, changes. The you know the, the the biggest fall down for many is is that uh, they 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 bite off too much. You know they try and you know get exercise in you know every day a week. They you know they try and eat really cut healthy. Cut their meals, they, cut coffee, know, cut alcohol, cut everything, and it's great for a few days. But afterwards, you just end up getting demotivated. Why am I living? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, you start to go into you know what? Why am I doing this? Which is why I go back to that point of that mindset piece. Is like you know why are you doing this? And that would be a really good start. Is is actually. Um, uh, working on that mindset piece to make sure you, you're clear on what you want. Now, that that is a really good point. Is rather than cutting out, you know, coffee and and or you know, and low carb diet and you know, and healthy food and cut out all your bad stuff and cut all your friends off. Start with things that you are willing to start with. And I always say is that you know, start with a low hanging fruit, and that may be getting to bed earlier. Or it may be um, just eating real food. Uh, another one that I gave a client this morning, which was really simple, is eat like a king for breakfast, eat like a prince for lunch, eat like a pauper for dinner. And that could be something very easy to do. Or you can do the five two, which is um, you know you can have you know five days of regular eating and two days of restricted calories around five or six hundred calories you want. Another one you could also do is skip breakfast in the morning and do an 18, uh, as do a 16 8, which is, you know, eating all of your food within an eight, year, eight hour period and then not eating for the next 16, hour, 16 hours. That is called an intermittent fasting. But whatever is, you know, whatever you, what works for you, then I reckon you start with that first and then get that down first. And I've, you know, I remember a gentleman and I'm, his name sort of escaped me. I think it was like Darren, but he was overweight when he joined us and he was grossly overweight and, and to the point where he was obese. And he took his time and, and I, and I believe it took like anywhere between 12 and 18 months to go from, you know, he's over a hundred kilos down to around, he was down to around 70, 75 kilos in wow. 12 to 18 months. But my point being is, is that he took his time, and it's, you know, when you're obese, it's going to take time. And if you really want to make sure that your skin returns back slowly and doesn't lose that elasticity, 
you know, we have flabby skin if we move it too, if we, if we move, lose the weight too quickly. Because if you lose it over time, then, you know, the skin has time to sort of um, to shrink. So definitely losing, um, losing the, the, the weight slower is a, is a better way of, of, um, of achieving your goals. And I'd imagine, and I, I remember seeing an, an old dear friend the other day in a picture of him, he must have gained, you know, anywhere between, you know, 15 and 20 kilos over the, you know, over the period of COVID. And, uh, and when I spoke to him, you know, he, his biggest thing was, was like he, he was going into, um, you know, he, he was working all the time because he was working on Zoom a lot. So... I thought, well, well, how can we make this really active? And and one thing that I do with a, a number of clients, especially with those who have back pain, is setting your timer for 45 minutes because studies show time and time again that we can only focus for 45 minutes before we start, you know, losing our concentration. Is at that 45-minute mark, getting out of your seat and going for a little bit of a walk and, and um, uh, making yourself a cup of tea or go and get a drink of water, and getting active around the office for the next 12 to 15 minutes. It'll clear your head. It'll also, you know, get your heart rate up, get those endorphins pumping, so that way you're, you're back to being focused on your next task. And it also puts you in a good, in a better mood as well. Yeah. One thing you mentioned just now, which was uh, an excellent point, is getting into that mindset. And I think, and, and it's not always the case, but in some cases where people are obese, they are uh, comfort eaters as well. They, they're perhaps feeling stressed or feeling um, anxious in various areas of their life. So what do they do? They reach for, for a cookie or something sweet, and it gives them that rush of endorphins, which exercising can have a similar effect how how can they switch that mindset instead of reaching for something sweet for, for the for the cookie for the cheese or whatever it is that comforts you to maybe taking a walk around the block or just you know getting up from your seat mm. how do they shift that mindset and is it really about surrounding like-minded people you know maybe your partner or your roommate isn't of that same mindset how do you motivate each other where to begin mm. Yeah, that's a, a really, a really powerful one. It, it's surrounding yourself with people that are going to support you is critical, because if you're if you're not surrounding yourself with with people that are, are going to be supportive of your goals, then it will be very, very difficult to be able to achieve them. Um, I have a story of a um, a young boy that we have, and he's um, he, he's you know sadly he's in that that obese um, uh, bracket. And you know he's gone to see a nutritionist, and the and the and the you know he's advised you know a range of different things for him to do, but the 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 big piece is is that the mum and the dad and the other the other siblings are all doing it with him, so they're keeping him motivated, and that's yeah, big that's because great. you know when that you know yeah right so that's that's one of the things that I would definitely look at. Um, uh, creating for you know for your for your life is, is surrounding yourself with that support, having that conversation with your partner if you know that partner is not been, is not that supportive or is in the lifestyle that you you know you're trying to change, um, is having that conversation and getting them on board to say look you know um, you know this is what I want to do this is and I need your support because I know that you know uh, you know that that it's critical to be able to have that support. So, you know, getting their buy-in on it is really important. 
Because um, you have you know, people the other who are en- enablers. I mean, I'm just thinking about my grandma, bless her. She's a bit of an em- enabler. You know, every time I tell her I can't eat, you know, for example, the mooncake because it's really calorific. She's like, oh, just one more piece. You know, it's just a tiny piece, but it's it's not just a tiny piece. It all adds up. So, you you know, you have to get yourself away from these enablers, which, you know, grandmas are usually enablers. Yeah grandparents and and i would i yeah and you know with your grandma is, is i would look at times of the day that you're not going to be eating to go and visit them exactly. so rather than going at lunchtime or at dinner go in the afternoon so you can have a cup of tea or something like that or or meet at a location that involves more activity as opposed to going to a restaurant or a bar so look at ways of being able to change that lifestyle and that lifestyle piece is the is that third piece that that really is important um, one of the things that, you know, I remember taking some time off where I, where I wasn't drinking alcohol at all. So, you know, my, you know, going to visit guys, you know, at the bars or at restaurants, it just wasn't an option. So I looked at other ways. It's like going for a hike, you know, going for a hike would be a better a way of being able to do something other than, you know, drinking alcohol or, or eating, you know, bad food choices. Um, the, and, and, you know, I've said this before is, it's like, if you're going to go and eat out is making sure that you eat at home first. And then that way it will, if, even if you are, you know, enticed into eating something that may not necessarily be a good choice, you're not going to be scoffing down the chips and the, you know, and the burger because you're ravenous hungry. You're, you're, you're already full. So that way you can, you know, stop that. Another good tip is, is like making sure when you go shopping at the grocery store is making sure that you eat before you go to the grocery store. Yes, very good point. Never shop when you're hungry. You think, oh, I'm going to, you know, make that. But actually, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so and, and another thing that I, I think would be an easy piece for many is just um, is, is incorporating, you know, a, a regular training routine that is you know that is very leveled so that way you know if you're not feeling great you've got an option of doing something that's a little easier a lot easier for yourself so that way you're not taxing on your your um your your adrenals and your energies energy system and when you do feel good you've got something that you can push yourself a little harder with and then that way you know you you're 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 still getting your movement and whether it's a low intensity or a high intensity you're still getting movement in for the day. Yeah, that's that's true. And also, I have a re- dear friend who who loves going running now, but at first she really disliked going running. And I said, "How do you keep yourself motivated?" She said, "Well, you know, you start small. Um, f- her first ever run was she only ran to one song. It was a three minute song, and she just ran three minutes. And even if she wanted to run a bit more, she would stop. And then the next day it was two songs, and then the following day it was two and a half songs, and it slowly, slowly building up to you know now maybe she runs to ten songs or whatever." But it really isn't about, you know, biting off more than you can chew. It's about sustainability rather than doing going all out all at once and then not feeling it and then going cold turkey and reverting back to your old ways. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It has to be a it has to be a lifestyle change because I've seen many times before, especially when, um, you know, when you are holding that extra weight is is that it's very easy um, to gain that weight back if you stop. And, you know, and, and I, I'm putting it out there because it's, it's not, it's, it's quite controversial. It may touch a few nerves, but once you've been overweight before, you have to work harder at it 
when you've lost the weight to stay at that weight. So it's really important that if you are, um, uh, if you've lost that weight, you've got to get real, really flat with yourself is that you need to be able to incorporate exercise into your daily routine um, a lot more than someone who's really skinny. And, and that also goes for your nutrition. It also goes for your lifestyle. So you've got to be really suffering <laughs> to really get out of this. Because if you're not, if you're not suffering, if you're not, you know, hurting, then it's very easy to go, ah, you know what, I'll leave it for next time. Yeah. So, yeah, the mindset piece is like the number one thing to really um, put yourself set a good foundation yeah well nathan we're out of time today remind our listeners once again how we can find out more about you and your work have you got a facebook page um or a website we can find you oh absolutely so you can go to my website which is elitept.studio.com you can also go subscribe to my uh instagram channel which is elite pt studio or my facebook which is the same name elite pt studio and if you want more information about how you know what i what i do which I think would be very good for your listeners, is go to my YouTube channel, which is Elite Personal Training Hong Kong. Excellent. And I know you post uh, free fitness videos there for, for people to watch and to follow. Many thanks once again for your time this week, Nathan, and I look forward to chatting to you again next time. Thank you very much.